This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big Bang. It is what it is, man. BJ Screen. You don't be on nothing, I'll be on. Baby Jade. Okay, so let me ask y'all this then. Bring you Big, big, big Facts. Visit the new website today. BigFactsPod.com. Live from the Trap Music Museum in ATL is DJ Screen. Big Bank is here. Baby Jade is here. We are Team Big Facts. And today we are welcoming the one and only Jeezy. Jeezy don't pull oh, up the no. Big Facts. Yeah. yeah. Honor, baby. Honor, honor. What's up, my brother? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. We're hearing things in the streets, man. Uh, Snowfall 1021, right? Yeah. We're hearing that you're taking it back to like that. Raw Jeezy, man. What's inspiring that? And watching, why do you think yeah. the streets is talking like that? I, I think it's because, like, for me, it's like me and Drama always had an amazing chemistry mm -hmm. because it was no judgment. Like, it wasn't like he trying to get in and make a record for a label. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just mm -hmm. go back to the bear, like, getting beats from your partners. And, you know, the, 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 the music you really like that probably doesn't, you know, chart because it's street. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. It was more so like getting back with drama and just getting back in that mode of just like making what I want to make versus trying to turn and the And not really in. giving a fuck about yeah, a project. I don't even, you know what I mean? Because it's been that. You know how right. you drop Soul Survivor, they want another one. You drop, you know, I Love It, yeah. they want another one. Yeah. They just keep going. Yeah. So this is just like my, my natural, 
it's like my natural element, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Did you have to do some shit like with your day-to-day -day life? Like sometimes like if somebody getting ready for a movie, they yeah. gotta go back to the element. Did oh, you yeah, have to yeah, do some I, of that? Yeah, yeah, I, I had to swap out all their Mary Jeans for Dickies. I had to do okay. the whole shit, you know what I'm saying? I had to go in the safe, get the chains out. Yeah. But I love it though, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people don't understand like, you know, just where I came from to now, of course life has changed a lot, mm. but you know, you still got certain things in you that fulfill you. Like, I like to still mm. look and feel like who I am, but mm. you know, sometimes you have to clean it up a little bit. Mm. But yeah. like, you know, it feel good to throw on some chains and step out and pull your cars out. You know, I don't get a chance to drive them since I be so busy right. grinding. So it's just like, you know, get back in the city and move around. Mm. So it feel good. Mm. I, feel good. I just left drama just now, man. You know? mm. Doing doing the last little listen yeah, to getting, it. No, we was doing, actually doing um the, uh, we was doing the- uh, Documentary? The, the show um, for, the uh, B side show. Okay, got gotcha. oh, yeah. you. Playlist. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. You know? Yeah. Shout out to Drama, dude. They, they killing it right now. They're doing good. Yeah. I love salute. to see it, baby. Yeah, salute. Came from a mixtape. Yeah. When you first jumped in the booth, like way back before, I'm talking about, we're going all the way back to like the heart of soft this and all that shit. Did you, did you ever imagine or visualize that you have so much influence and become who you are? I'm going to keep it a book. Like, I just, I didn't have a choice. Like, for me, it was just like do or die. I knew music was the only thing that I could do and still be myself mm -hmm. and, and, and maybe get myself out of the predicament I was in because mm -hmm. it was just like that to go to the penitentiary. Mm -hmm. So all my first music was basically me saying, even if I went to prison, I'm going to leave something out here so people can at least hear, you know, what, 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 how I see this shit. Mm -hmm. And that's what Trap or Die Streets is Watching was. It was like everything I had, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It was like the best bars ever because it was like that of jail, nigga. Like, mm -hmm. so you writing to yeah. stay free. Mm -hmm. um, and the realization was one thing I, I noticed early on is it kept me out of a lot of the bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when shit would happen in the streets or whatever, I was kind of out of it because I was in the studio, it was my sanctuary. So mm -hmm. I already knew right then. You know what I'm saying? That that was that was a plus. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and from there, it was just like when I would be out and it first started to pick up, and people would step up to me and be like, "Yo, I like your, you know, your music or whatever." I did feel like niggas like coaching them was paying niggas to say that to me to give me some confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it, it was unreal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and and, and when I got that that feeling of like, damn, this shit might work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's when I started really like like taking that shit serious. Like, what you what you oh. think the first what you think the first step is to transition from a street nigga to a businessman? Oh, mindset, for sure. And, and, and it's crazy because I was just talking about you know how how we knew each other. Yeah. And to see where you at now is like I could tell your mindset shifted somewhere. Facts. And I think it's like you know music was my talent. But business was my passion. Like I always wanted to do business. I always wanted to be mm -hmm. in a situation where I could run a company. And I knew I just couldn't come from the streets straight to business. So that you know, the music was kind of like the bridge. I would say mm -hmm. because I, I wasn't like I ain't get up and be like, yo, I'm gonna be a rapper. That wasn't like my thing. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's just like shit. If this shit gonna give me some money, I ain't gonna go to jail. I'm gonna do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was my mindset. Um, but as I saw it get me closer to business. Um, that's when I was just like, damn, like this shit is real. Like now I can actually go sit in the room and have a conversation with somebody because I just turned a snowman into a brand. 
you know right. what I'm saying, into a, mm -hmm. something that was solid and that tangible. That was tangible. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it was like my marketing skills was up, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it was laughing at me when I was giving out, you know, five, six hundred thousand mixtapes. Like, that shit was dumb. Yeah. But it was marketing, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Facts. Mm -hmm. It was like, it, you know, it was like I was doing the grassroots shit. As many people um, that heard the music, and it was my best music at the time. So, meaning, like, I put my money and my heart working to it. But I'm like, you know, I go on the block. You get somebody some good weed, they coming back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's how I was like, you know what I mean? Like, there was like little packs. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, like, just going back to touch on how you were saying when you were making your music in the beginning, it was like, it was your best music at the time because it was either that or jail. Yes. How was it when you started seeing, like, the effects from Streets is Watching and Trap or Die and you saw your music taking over the world right. and then you went on to record your album and you lost your voice. Yeah. Whoa. Well, that's a real one. So first of all, um, when it was starting to warm up and I was starting to get what they call momentum that I didn't know about then, I did a lot of business stuff in between. So I right. did uh, Streets is Watching, and then I started to get a little momentum. I started to feel like people kind of like the music, but they don't know what I look like. Yeah. So my second thing was like, when I put out Trap or Die, I'm going to get all this footage I have and put out a DVD. And that was a part of Side my market. Shout out Report. Right. Shout out the Raw Report. Yeah. And what it was, was now that I'm running in and out, you know, the trap house hollering at my partners, you know, mm -hmm. I'm seeing me on their screen. I know they solid, so I'm like, damn, they watching me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. now it's like, it's getting real. And then when I got to, um, uh, like, you know, between Trapper Dying Thug Motivation, I had a lot of things going health-wise. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I lost my voice which was one, so I had polyps, so I had to get a surgery, which I didn't have insurance, so I had to pay for it for ca with cash. Yeah, I remember. And I had to do, you know, vocal training, so imagine me in the house full of G's, I'm upstairs, fa-la-la-la, and in the shower and <laughs> shit, trying to get my voice back after the surgery. Yeah, I remember when you were in passports, <laughs> you had to write, write everything write down everything down on for the notepad. mixes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So the reality of it was that that was happening at the same time, and then also an intern from um, Patchwork leaked the album. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so shit now was it's just up. like, it's all bad. Yeah, it's all bunch of shit, right. And I just remember sitting there like, damn, like, it's a rap. Hmm. You know, I gotta go back to the street. They owe me money, I gotta go get that little shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was my mind was telling me. Yeah. And again, like, you know, I believe you know, in God always is just like, What's I remember we loaded up and we was riding around, running up in bootleggers, you know, trying to lay them mm -hmm. down to get our CDs back. And I just remember people calling me from like Tennessee, Detroit, Chicago, like, man, your album is out, it's crazy. We got it from the bootleg. But the whole time I'm thinking I'm losing, but that's why I say you gotta always believe in the big homie. The whole time I was winning. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I wouldn't have never got these people mm -hmm. at that time. And I had records like Trap or Die that I felt like were the smashes, but here you go, Soul Survivors blowing up mm -hmm. off a bootleg. Mm -hmm. So now the label's like, yo, we got a single. Now my voice is coming back. Yeah. I'm getting better. And now I come out, of course, I think the album did like maybe three, three and a half million. Um, but it was a it was a hard process. Like it wasn't like easy. 
And but if we count the streets, it probably did. Oh no, it's in diamond. Right. 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 So you hear a lot of people say, man, we got a lot of money to Jeezy, whether they was in the streets or just regular hustling, right. whatever. Right. Who was that person to you when you was out there like that you listened to that was a soundtrack to you getting your money? Tupac. Tupac, okay. Because he had morals, values, um, integrity from what I seen, and he he was he stood for something. Right. So all the people that I was around, they didn't they didn't really stand for anything. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They just was working their jobs or, you know, had their vices, but there wasn't no like principles. Mm -hmm. So everything I really learned about hustling, um, about, you know, holding my own, uh, how to handle certain situations mm -hmm. was what I was listening to from Tupac. You know right. what I'm saying? Or UGK. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or Master P and Cash Money. Right. Mm. Long live MC. That's where I was getting my info from, but then I come back to mm. the homies like I'm just a genius. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I figured it out. Like, I figured it out, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and that that was how I really had a love for music because I was learning through it. So I just figured if I ever got a shot, Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want to, you know, get niggas a game as much as I could. Right, right. We at, we at the Trap Museum, right? Right. What do you feel like if you could write the Trap Music story, like how you would, how would you write it? Like how it started and elevated, how would right. you write that? As far as the... The, the, the era genre. when it took off. And where would your place be in that mm -hmm. story? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I feel like... If I'm honest, I feel like Pac kind of touched on hustling from a poetic place mm. um i feel like ugk was talking that shit you know what i'm saying like they made you like i ain't, I ain't know nothing about don perignon it's supposed to bubble and their dope were hoes right nah niggas don't had a pocket full of stones i mean yeah they had they had and then um <laughs> definitely uh like master p for sure. When he came, and then like Cash Money was just like talking about the Rolexes and Lexus, and I ain't stopped hustling until I had two Rolexes and two Lexus. Yeah, that was yeah. like my thing, you know what I'm saying? But I think if I had to write a story, the first time I heard trap trap music, like the the, the actual Nine. words, was Tip. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying, for sure. And I was on the block when Tip was doing like I'm serious and all. Yeah, stuff, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me. I'm not a carpenter, I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not a mechanic or none of those things, but I do understand the streets in a way that I can articulate, you know, wh what I'm seeing or what I'm going through. So I kind of felt like for me, like people- In a non-incriminating way. So I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought. But, yeah. <laughs> but what it was, was I kind of felt like they weren't talking for us, because it was just like on the surface. Like you right. didn't hear about the, how it made you feel. Like, you know, if you read something and it make you feel like you like, damn, like, yeah, I feel mm. that. I wanted that. And I was like, right. the only way I'm gonna get that if I do it. And I wasn't trying to rap in the beginning. So that's what was kind of weird. Cause I was trying to put, you know, other people on that was in yeah, the Yeah, yeah, people from down there, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the Mac, and, and it just didn't work out that way. And right. I was kind of stuck and didn't have an outlet. So I kind of had to do it myself, so to speak. But, um. You know, it took a while to get it to a point where it, it, it didn't sound like corny. You know what I'm saying? And once yeah. I figured it out, I'm like, damn. And it was just like, I'm going to talk about what I'm going through. But at mm -hmm. the same time, it was a little weird because, like you said, it was almost incriminating myself and the people around me. So, yeah. you know, it was a little pushback there. 
Um, and then also, it was like, shit, I'm gonna either do this or that, so I'd rather talk about this shit. But then when you look at this generation now, you're like, damn, they talking about what they doing. They talking about for what real, they doing. For real, for real, like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you can't really look at them and be like, yeah. they know that shit sell. Yeah. You know, just like I knew that street shit would sell because people are only gonna buy what they think is authentic. Yeah. And what they can relate to. Right, and that's that's what I felt like my, my lane was. And when I kind of figured it out, I was like, damn, it's the motivation, because it ain't just about, you know, getting money and buying cars. It's about like, no, nah, I'm gonna motivate y'all to go out here and do something above and beyond what we all know. You know right, facts. Your uncle Ricky or your uncle this one. You know what I mean? Facts. People you just know, it's like, I want to be bigger than them. Because mm -hmm. you know, my cousin then was, they, they was doing their thing, but it just like, even, and they even dibbed and dabbed in music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. want to do it such a different way and, 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 and got it done. So I even look at them and be like, they kind of, Gave me like a little bit of the playbook. Like kind of set your tone right. to want to be able to take off. Right. Yeah. I just took it over. They said it need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but. Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do survivors remorse ever kick in on you sometimes? Oh my God, bro. Biggest shit ever. Um, I can say I dealt with survivors remorse into the recession. It's when I really just sat there and I was like, I can't save everybody. I tried a million times, bro. It's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? I keep digging myself in a deeper hole and, and I'm not well. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. I'm not focused. You know what I'm saying? And, and it just got to a point where I just kicked everything. You know, for that time when I wrote the recession, it was like the first time I really sat back, started reading books, mm-hmm. started figuring out my health. Because it was just like I was drinking champagne, eating Waffle House every night. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was just like, you know, and, and and I just started to slowly figure that out. And I started reading a little bit about politics. And that's how I wrote that record. But it's the hardest thing I've ever done, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody lived in my house. You know, whole hood, whole block. You know, especially my first couple of hours, it was like the, it was yeah. like the hood house. You know, you come, you get a bed, you get a room, sleep on the floor, whatever. So it was like I was taking my whole hood around the road for years, you know, at least the first 10 years. You know? How you how you deal with resentment though? Like motherfucker that might resent you for your choice. Um, I had to learn how to deal with that, bro. Like a lot of that is 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 knowing where you stand with yourself. And then a lot of that is understanding like the things that really matter. Cause when I went to jail the last time in LA, like I really thought uh, for, for the for the murder charge they tried to put, put on me in the bay, I really felt like People were gonna stand up and do what they're supposed to do for my peoples while I was locked up. But ain't nobody do nothing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that was like the last straw for me. Cause I was already in some shit that I ain't do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm right. like, the least y'all can do is 
make sure that's straight and it didn't happen. So it just really, it really just showed me that when everybody else is in the jam, I'm the first one to come to try to at least get them out. But then when it flipped on me and I ain't really have no way to maneuver, I was kind of on my own. So it kind of, it, it, it really made me just be like, you know what, bro, you gotta make sure you good and take care of your kids and, and, and your employees and the people around you that believe in your vision. Like you can't mm -hmm. make sure everybody else, and same shit with you. Like, you. like right now, like you can't have everybody on the podcast. Let's <laughs> 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 just be real. I see Dave up here sometimes, yeah. like, yeah, you about to have all the niggas. Like, you like, yo, man. But it's real. It's real. Because it's like everything. Big facts. It's everything I work <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah. And, and it's crazy when you paying paying lawsuits and you know you bailing niggas out and nobody really want to be around you because of what I had one time I was supposed to get this big deal. Man, dude, say he came in the club and he was trying to talk to me. He said he couldn't get through a hundred people. You know what I'm saying? Had a big check for me. You know what I'm saying? He was just yeah. like, man, your people was so rude and so just. And I'm just like, damn, like I was blocking. But wasn't that the first? Wasn't that the energy though at first? Like you know what I'm saying? Don't let no nigga get back that to I, but the crazy thing is, bro, I ain't never felt like that. I ain't never, because I don't go out here and just do no, I don't owe nobody in the street. I ain't ran off with nobody bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I ain't bothering no rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I never felt, it was like, let's go out and have a good time. You know what I'm saying? These my yeah. hood, these my people, we out the hood, we moving. So I ain't, like, we went out of town. There been some instances where like some shit happened. You know, and they got to handle their business. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's what right. you're for. But I ain't looking for that. So it just like, Block them, but not the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't block the check, cause this is how we all gonna eat. Mm. And, and especially don't do that and be costing us money, cause now we gotta pay all these lawsuits because something popped off. And all these lawyers, like, you know, that shit ain't cheap, bro. So mm. at least let the money come in. You know, mm. that's how I felt. One of one of our uh, episodes that the streets love. You know what I'm saying? They, they probably want to hear you speak on it. Was mm. uh, your brother, former business partner, right. King B? You know, right. he came and chopped it up with us. Where you at with King B? Because like I said, y'all mm. brothers, the, his, the history that y'all made can't be replaced. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can take away from that. But where are you currently at with King? Have y'all spoke or anything? I'm, I'm at, I'm at, no, we haven't spoke. I'm at peace with it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna front. I caught the episode. I really, you know, appreciate you keeping it even. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, it's sure. solid. Um, I feel like y'all nigga brother. You know how that brother shit goes. Yeah. You know, that's just, that just how I be feeling about that no, shit. No, but and, and, it's, and it's right. But my thing is like, I just kind of felt like, come on, let me about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't try to assassinate my character with everything that I'm done with and for you, mm. right? And my whole thing was, and I tell him this, we done been through some real shit. Like, but do you feel like he have any valid points with anything he's saying? I feel yeah, like- Yeah, or is he? does he have a reason to be able to look at it a different way if you took yourself outside of yourself right. and looked at it from his perspective? Well, I go to my perspective first, because we don't been through some shit. Like I said, yeah, we yeah, been yeah. in clubs, you know what I mean? We was younger. Yeah. You know, niggas done jumped me, he ain't do nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That type yeah, of thing. Uh, right? yeah. So that's that started the Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, bro, like you we had some things happen. But yeah. that's my little bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I got love for him, but I'm like, bro, if you don't agree with something I do, you gotta come holler at me. That's like with with, with you and Dave, like y'all gonna talk before you go public and make you know make these what you what you took what you took what he said what you took uh, like some kind of way i took i didn't even take nothing he said sometime where i took the fact that he took me to court i had to get on the stand against somebody i slept on 
air mattresses with when I had a vision. I, I like Kink wasn't in the music, bro. Like that wasn't what he was doing. I had a vision. I'm like, yo, you gotta come and we're gonna figure this out. But again, you know, it's like like the homie used to tell me, your understanding is the best thing to have in the world. Meaning that mm -hmm. we're doing certain things together, mm -hmm. but I'm doing more on my end because I'm out here and I'm moving around, I'm spending bread here and there. So when it popped off, we didn't have an understanding. You know what I'm saying? But Oh, I, so you think that initial understanding would have eliminated what's going on now? Right. Okay. Because it's business at this point. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and Kink, my brother, like I told Kink in the beginning, like, you don't got to buy all these cars. You don't got to do all these things because it's like, I'm the artist. I have right. to look like this. I have to, like, save all your money. Go do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't even trip. But, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that meant to him, I didn't know if he thought that was meaning, like, you fall back. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. But at the same time, it's just like... I just didn't, and, and I'm not upset about it. I just didn't understand, you know what I'm saying, why he felt the need to be like, you know, like, this what it is, like street cred, like, nigga, you crazy. Like, what, what are we talking about? I invented yeah. the word, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, it's just like, that ain't even a, a valid point. It's like, it's the brotherhood, you know what I'm saying? It's the respect, it's the loyalty. Yeah. Like, come come chop it up, you know what I'm saying? Wrong yeah. or right? I don't gotta, I don't gotta agree but I can respect your position, you can respect mine, we can move forward. Probably ain't get some more money together. But absolutely, like you said, you know, that's my brother, so I can never say no ill will. Yeah. But at the same time, it's been places where he hadn't been right either, that I ain't never get out of my head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so is that, you know? I'm yeah. like, well, you yeah. ain't all the way right, bro. Like, this happened, you know? And you know how it goes, it's like a relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, like, you married to somebody, you with somebody, things happen, yeah, you're yeah. like, yo, you didn't handle that right, bro. But the, my point of case is, man, I don't really got no malice in my heart with anybody. I was everybody the best. You know, my only gripe was sitting across from somebody that I know I made a millionaire a few times over in a courtroom. Like, that shit was like somebody taking a stand against me. That's all I felt like, because that's my brother. And I, Did it hurt you? Of course. Of course, because I had to watch all the people that I put in position look at me and say, you know, you're wrong for this. Again, it's the understanding. Right. And the thing that I, I say all the time that people might not understand is, and I tell any of these young cats coming up, just make sure the business is right. In the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. Because everybody has expectations. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't go the way they expected it, it's not gonna, it's gonna be all bad. And after the fact, most people's expectations are unrealistic. Correct. And then everybody's looking at it now because it's successful going, Yeah. I need this and that. And I'm like, you know, what, what Juvenile say, I can't please everybody and I love my folks, but if I give you everything, baby, I'm going to be broke. But, you know, love, man. You know, I sh shout out to King, man, you know. Prop bottle. Yeah, I just drunk the guy. What's that? You might want prop. some of this. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a prop. Colored water. <laughs> nah. Just spit that shit on the ground. Hey, Gibbs, you recently said that uh, y'all ran into each other in the airport. Yeah. And like this, you know what I'm saying? Hashtag yeah. Hashtag. Right. So everything's solid there? Yeah, I mean, you know, same thing. Communication, bro. Like, I'm not even going, like, 90% of anything I've ever been in this game, in the streets, in business, and everything, is communication, bro. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I ain't never had nothing but love for Gibbs, man. You know, and my whole thing was, you know, Gibbs signed to me for me to get him a deal. 
I had a lot of bad energy around me. I wasn't doing the right things by exec, so they wasn't yeah. trying to look out for me because right. I was doing there on some Tupac shit. I'm like a rebel. I don't yeah. want to do this. I'll pay for it. Fuck y'all. So it's like I didn't have those type of relationships, so I couldn't get them to deal. And when it fell through and I kept it a buck with him, I was like, bro, I can't, I can't do it. And I think that he just took that as I didn't want to help anymore. And I, I don't think that's what it was. But again, communication, you know what I'm saying, expectations. So even when this shit happened, I, I didn't take it personal because I'm an artist too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I've been in situations where execs don't do things I need. I'm right. an exec now. You know right. what I'm saying? So I can't, he's an artist. I can't look at it and be like, I ain't never flipped out on nobody. You know what I'm saying? So it's just <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, yeah. But I can say, you know, I go by how I feel and energy. Even when I saw him, he saw me. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was no issue. It was, mm. Like it was smoke. Yeah, hey, I'm just like, yeah. you know? What's up? Right. And yeah. it's crazy because we was getting on a private jet, so it was just us on the jet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, if yeah. we smoke, we in the air. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, yeah. Look. But, um, <laughs> you know, we on this, this jet. It's just us. It's been a beat before we even get right, on this right, jet. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And um, I heard the record, you know, he put out, I heard the statement, he said, I can't do nothing to respect that because we all um, should have the opportunity to grow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was telling him, like, even when I went in Nas like that, it was the way he handled the situation that made me be like, when I did the ain't, hip hop ain't dead mm. shit, and I flipped out mm. because yeah. I thought he was really talking about so you, me. So you agree you be flipping out? Oh, 1,000%. Oh, I'm, I'm better now. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I'm better now. Oh, now. What, what yeah. you think was causing the flipping out, bro? What you, what you think it is? Misunderstanding, um, communication, but the biggest thing is trauma. You're from the street, bro. We don't yeah. trust nobody. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. you gotta shit. do is, you know, it's real shit. smoking, you drink. And that makes you jump the gun before yeah. you evaluate yeah. what's I'd really going be, on. I'd rather be wrong than right. Right, right. Yeah, I'd rather be I had, right I had to wrong. start, like, taking care of myself so I could have clarity. Yeah. Right, you know right. Like, I gotta get the proper. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't. I was just. So out you were, here. like, just on edge on about edge everything. About everything. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. You could tell me something, he tell me something. I'm like, oh, oh, so y'all trying to play me now. You know what I'm saying? And flip on everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What relationship, if you can go back in your mind and be like, man, I fucked that one up? Shit, all love. <laughs> <laughs> nah, real shit, though. Dude, all love, man. Go front. All love, bro. Like, because I, I didn't, like, one thing I learned and I pride myself on is not reacting anymore. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because even if people do stuff just because they feel a way, you ain't got to get on, you ain't yeah, got to match exactly. the energy. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. And it's just yeah. like, I just found myself matching the energy because I got my chest out because I'm like, I did this, I made it, I'm making sure everybody's straight. Y'all gonna respect something, but it ain't about that. If you right. love people the right way, they're gonna respect you. Facts. They're gonna be loyal. Facts. So you don't have to Regardless. rule with you don't have to rule with fear. But right. Coming from the streets, you know, you like your first thing is if he don't think I'm about this, he's gonna run over my bag. So you think you think like the shit I did to y'all made y'all do some shit that y'all can't come back from, so it just did. Okay, well, so the shit I did to y'all. Y'all should have understood uh, what I was going through. The shit I did to y'all. Hmm. So basically, the shit that y'all did to me that made me flip was really my fault. But since y'all did it, it's over. No, I think what it was is we were all trauma bonded. Trauma bonded. Trauma yeah, bonded. that's hard. Yeah. Was yeah. Hurting. I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's hard right now. Yeah. We all yeah. going through shit. Yeah. 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 And, and, and now we got power. Now we and got that money. toxicity looks you know familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And and we all drinking and smoking and yeah. and and, and Under the influence. you know and things are happening around us in the hood. People still dying. People still going to jail. And we mm -hmm. all trying to make it. And I'm just like, 
You know, what happened to my chain you had on the other night? You don't know where it's at. You might have really lost it. But now I'm like, I'm like, I'm I feeling like you took it and sold it and, and you, stole it from you're me. Trying me, yeah. yeah. So now I'm like, but now I got to tell the other homie like, hey man, you know. So now I'm I'm getting him on my side against him, and now yeah. all of a sudden, you know what I mean. So I'm it's just a lot of yeah, exactly. trauma bonding. And I just think when I started to heal from my trauma, like it was no need to bond like that anymore because I didn't need the energy. Like I don't need. Right. You know, I just wanted like that's hot. You know what I mean? Like gangsters paradise. I wanted to go travel, eat, and be easy. Yeah, like I don't like, need no hundred niggas with me. I'm gonna do. It's gonna say thing will happen to me by myself. Just me and my it's bitch. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's up. By the way, it is what it is. Yeah. Like they know. It ain't like it ain't happened before. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. and, and it ain't gotta be out here trying to be tough. Yeah. It just is what it is. I'm a man first. Yeah. Like, yeah. Before yeah. any rap anything like bro like if I'm it's not, that you just gonna have to take me that is that, yeah. that's it and, and by the way i could pay for my own lawyer you yeah. know what i'm saying like i only need to pay for 10 people's lawyer right and i just think it was a lot of trauma bonding because you got to think about it nobody's really you know even while i'm proud of y'all guys because i i know a lot you know i know y'all personally right this is a platform you guys built but you're only able to connect with people through your trauma right. and what you mm. understand and yeah. what you know and that's right. what makes it dope but the thing is if Cause, but to me, this is look like a healing table minus the deli on nah, the dog. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for sure. when everybody ain't around the table trying to heal, it just brings you back. Now I gotta match your energy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now I gotta watch you. Now I gotta, you know, see yeah. how I'm really feeling. Now I can't really tell you my secrets because I know you're gonna go tell somebody. So like, what's the friendship? And try to pump it up. And, and then now is now it's like you need me, so you're gonna yes man me to death. And it's like I don't need I don't need that. That's real. You telling me to yeah. go out here and do this, I'm gonna lose everything. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? But you don't care, cause guess what? You rather me not have it than have it and share it with you. Right. Cause mm. you just don't want me to have it. Cause you don't have it. Correct. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm. Pass the young today. Yeah. I know. I'm just keeping it the fuck, bro. Yeah, that shit real. Yeah. And and one of the reasons why now, you know, I feel for these younger guys, man, cause it's just like they shit so real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, who can you trust? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and, and that's the point. You got a bunch of young cats getting this money and they all trauma bonding. Everybody that's around, they, they, they clicked up. Yeah. Mm. Whoever, whatever the boss say, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, they're ready on go. Right. So let me ask you this. So with your your growth and you getting older and you having a different perspective and understanding better how life works, what part did your wife and your children play into that? Mm. I think um, a big part. I think that once you have a real responsibility, mm -hmm. like in, in, a, in a, a commitment to protect, provide, and profess, right. it's real. Right. I can't go out here and just get into anything. You know, I don't want my, my daughters to see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with my son, it's like... Yeah, because I know Jadarius was, oh like, y'all really basically grew up together. He's but my best friend. Your younger daughters, right. like... They, I know they, like, changed you for the better. Yeah. Well, well, my first, to Darius, made mm -hmm. me become a man. For sure. That was the point where I said I'm going to figure out a way to, to make a way without going to prison and leaving him. Right, for sure. My, my oldest daughter was, like, my, my, um, she was my drive, like, she was my purpose. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? She was like, this is why I'm here. Right. You know what I'm saying? My daughter now is like, she just brought it all together. It's like, you know, you, you got to keep this tight, bro. Yes. You, know, you don't ever want to leave your girls out here. Right. And, and you out here, you know, doing, and, and it makes me a thousand more percent responsible because it's like now, 
You know, I told my son the other day we saw. He was like, "Yeah, you know, such such got a new chain." I said, "I could dig that," and um, that sounds good. You know, he got twenty of them. I said, "Well, you know, we got forty buildings. You know, just keep that in mind." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but that's 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 how I'm thinking now because like I don't have to show people, you know, what I'm saying what I have because that's that different level of being mm -hmm. secure with who you are and not having to spend all this yeah spend all this paper to show people i still got it right you know i said that shit. i got four million in cars and nowhere to go do you know the last time i drove my ferrari or my musain was to the trap museum <laughs> you know what i'm saying the c tip last time i came i ain't been you know what i'm saying i ain't nowhere to go you know what i'm saying and that's the truth it's like there's nowhere to go there ain't nowhere to go. Like, different goals. Yeah, different goals. And I'm not yeah. saying that to be funny. I'm just saying when you bought your business, you ain't got time to do no plan. Mm. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? This this, 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 for the money. Like, this is real. Yeah. It's going to change generational wealth, and this is going to change my outlook of life. And, you know, my palate has changed. I like fine dining now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, more Waffle House for me. <laughs> Feel me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Man, I, uh, that versus. Yeah. How you feel about that versus? Uh, man, I feel like it just had to happen, bro. I, f I feel it. Like, I'm talking about how you feel about, about the outcome of it, like. I feel like, the, the, the thing I realized that nobody wins and nobody loses. I learned that, for sure. Um, I feel like the outcome was, it, it was, it was the best outcome it could possibly be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got two street cats that done been through, you know, a lot over the last couple, well, the last decade or so, but it takes Magic City Stage and a multi-billion dollar company right. to help us come together and figure it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for me, you know, it, it was more about being in the same room mm -hmm. because there's so much time and history Facts. in between that nobody really knows what's what. Facts. And even for me, I'm seeing him out. Him seeing me out. Don't right. We don't been on the same flight together. You know right. what I'm saying? Like this. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm like, bro, I can't, you know, I can't walk around with this bag on my back because people thinking a certain way. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm. And I'm just like, yo, you know, he he you know, he like, let's do it. Right. How you feel when niggas from back home take that shit some kind of way though? I think that that's real. I think they have the right to feel how they feel, but everybody who really knows the truth about that situation, and one of the homies from down there who's solid, he told me, man, keeping it real is the hardest part of life. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I'm a solid. I ain't, I ain't never opened my mouth. I could. And nobody, I wouldn't even be in that situation. But just for me being so solid, I had to walk around with that, bro. Like, yeah. the real ones know. You right. know what I'm saying? If I just be like, yo, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at it like rap, yeah, cool, but if you look at it like being a man first is, I'm not going to disclose what I heard and what I know because I'm solid, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I got to wear that, you know what I mean? That could be, if I ever sat down and said that, it wouldn't even be on my plate. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But I cannot because I'm solid. So right. for me, the verses was, we're going to bring it to the music, but the real ones know what it is, you know what right. I'm saying? But I'm not going to ever downplay how people feel, but I just think they don't know what's, you know, what's solid, the truth. Right. You feel me? And I, I don't think it's on me to say that because then I'm going against everything I stand for with my integrity. It's right. almost having my freedom, my freedom on this table
and somebody tell me all I got to do is tell them bank did it. Yeah. I can't do that. You, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? I, I cannot. So I got to I got to serve the sentence. <laughs> so I'm right. serve. I'm serve, you know, most of my career under that umbrella. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? They said it I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. 
In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. But let me ask you this. So in hindsight, because... um Gucci just did an interview with Elliot Wilson. Mm -hmm. And in that interview, he said that, um, if I'm not mistaken, quoting, he regretted, you know, saying some of the things that he said, like during the verses that kind of heightened the tension and the energy that was going on in the room. How does that make you feel about the verses and the 10 years and the entire situation, knowing that, you know, he has a better understanding of the situation after the fact. I mean, again, you got two people on the stage trauma bonding. You know, and the one thing we got, history. Yeah. And we're going back and forth, and there's never going to be a right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Again, I never downplay anything. Right. Um, but the biggest part to me was when he said, and I didn't even know he knew that shit, he was like, I appreciate you for extending that olive branch. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was enough to let me know. But me just knowing him, like, I, I know him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, just like you do. Like, yeah. I know him. I can tell that that wasn't the energy he wanted to bring. Yeah. It yeah. just, he got emotional. It wasn't emotional. purposeful, it just came He just out. got emotional, and, 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 and he got the right to do that. You know, and I think the kids is looking at saying, he did this to your face. Again, bro, that's trauma. You want me yeah. to tell me you ain't never looked at your mama and said nothing crazy? And you want to take it back? Mm. You, you ain't never looked at your girl and said something fun. wild? That shit was fucked up. We had to pick sides. Right. So we from the six. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay, we over here. Right. Right. I don't know right. nothing about that right. shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But Ryan the shit. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we but, we just inherited. We had. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And even for me, <laughs> you know, everybody's like for the coach, for the coach. I'm like, look, man, we both rich as shit. We both living our lives. We established married men. You mean tell me we're gonna be out here telling these kids to keep killing themselves mm. when they the ones just next? Mm. Right. They the ones. Who gonna take this shit over when we done? So that's the message we gonna like, I ain't gonna tell you I'm not about my issue, but I'm not gonna preach that. It's like you going to the the, the So you, the, you the like going backwards. Right. The, you, right. You, you, you had to practice that though. What? Like if he played this, I'm gonna do this. No. No, I did not. Swear. No, you had to, no. bro. You had to. No, but I, I Oh, was, God, say you didn't. No, I didn't practice. I was I was ready, though. 
I know him. <laughs> oh, I know right. him. I know him. Only thing they see, you gonna leave his set list up there. I know him. So somebody can see it and look back and tell me he ain't doing none of diss records. I was like, you must don't know who it is. That's all sick. That's all sick. He did a try it move. He got to. <laughs> when he came out with it first, I was like, man, boy, something never changed. Yeah. Yeah, but. <laughs> again, bro, like... I tell what, you what. What, 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 what made you again not want to do your diss records? You just... Because you just, it's integrity, bro. Like, at the end of the day, if it was, if I was on that type of time, we weren't going to even make it in the building. Like, let's get it cracking. Like, what are we doing? We're wasting time yeah. and money. Yeah. If it's like that. It's not like that. Yeah. It's not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not <laughs> trying to... I know him. Right. <laughs> no, I'm this saying, nigga trying to move, right? Right? Like, I know him. Like, I know, bro. We don't been through this a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. cool, and then next thing you know, it's this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. man. And I call you. What's yeah. up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so, how to go out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that, that, that's your bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So true. I'm not, you know, that's that's who he is. So I get that, but... At the same time, it was like, you know, and I and I, I got to holler at him too, cause I got to tell him that like, he got to tell Swiss to holler at him, cause you know, right after that they sold versus, cause we was the highest. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like nine point nine million impressions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Damn. yeah, Swiss holler at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Business. It gotta be something in there. It gotta be. <laughs> they gave me some stock in it. Some sort of residual. They gave me some stock, but I would like more. Nah, no, we I'm need saying. cash. Yeah, yeah we need, they, I like that. Yeah, we need cash. <laughs> yeah. With so many accomplishments, man, like what what what's what's next for Jeezy? Oh man, what's next, man? I just feel like leading by example, bro. Like I ain't, you know, I ain't out here finna kick like I'm just, you know, just perfect. Uh, but the whole, I told people from the gate I was corporate thugging. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. that was who I was, and it was thug motivation. Mm -hmm. But that ain't just in music. That's like in life. Like so, when people see me out here living my life and doing the things I do, I just hope that motivate a street cat or somebody who's in the rap game to go, when I'm 15, 20 years into this, how do I want to live? You know, right. we see the Jay-Z's and the Puffs, but we don't see that from where we at. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's just like, I just feel like for me, that's, and, and, and I say again, real talk, that's why I, I always take it back to the big homie because every situation I done been in that could have took me out of here, I managed to ease out of it some type of way. So that means I'm supposed to be here I'm supposed to be doing this. So as long as I don't lose my values and my morals, right. and I continue to push forward, that's that's what's next for me. So, you know, you see the nod, which is a big deal. We got cognac, we got vodka, we got gin. You see my water, defines fuel. Mm -hmm. I mean, and when I said I was, I own half Atlanta, I was not capping at all. No ball capping, LLC shouting, that's me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, ask about me. And it's just business for me, bro. And it's like business and keeping the culture in a place where they know they can push forward, bro. Because at the end of the day, like, I don't think coming from where we come from, like, the type of money these this generation is seeing, mm -hmm. you, you don't. This is you can't even fathom this. It's unreal, yeah. Right. So it's almost like just y'all just do the right. Unfathomable. Right. Y'all just do the right thing. Yeah. Cause right. you got it. You got it. You got don't it. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Cause you got it. This will never come around. I don't think this will ever come back again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta know how Jordan looking to LeBron. I'm like yeah. right now, like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like it's real. Yeah. It'll never come yeah. back. And they got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they got so much power and so much influence. You know, and I, I it'd it be hard to talk to him because I don't want to feel like nobody. Because I remember when Cash used to try to talk to me, I'd be like, man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I'd just be like, bro, just keep it in the middle of the road, man. Like, just that's all you got to do. 
Right. You know what I mean? Just stay focused because it like ain't no coming back. Right. You know, and he, shout out to Thug and Gun and everybody going through what they going Freedom. through. Like Free Rallo. I mean, all that. You know, even when we had issues, yeah. like it wasn't even that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? It's like you brought Rollo to my video yeah. shoot. First time I ever seen him in my life. Yeah. So when he said what he said, I'm like, God damn, cuz like I don't even know you. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> However, you know, he reached out and he made it clear, like, bro, like again, a mistake. Communication. Yeah, uh, for sure. All good. But just think about that picture that you came and you brought Bank Road Fresh, yeah. Shy Glizzy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolph, yeah. Rollo, all those guys. Dolph and and, and Bank Road Fresh is gone. Right. No, just just think about that. That was a big day. Yeah, but just that think about how that picture keeps erasing people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like these guys are like they the guys. Mm -hmm. They the ones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like and they the they ones. Like that. They right. out of there. So my thing is mm. just always understand that this shit is like ten percent ten percent music and ninety percent survival. Even our brother trouble. Love trouble. School yeah. call me all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we didn't have the best beginning. Right, right. But as I saw him starting to wisen up and mm -hmm. starting to, you know. Grow. Yeah, he called me, yeah. come around. You know, close he kept that thing on. He come to my family functions and shop. Like, damn, bro, you got to <laughs> you gotta put that up. You know what I'm saying? But that, that, that's, I love to see, like, you know, when they start to get it. But at the same time, like, look, bro, like, I get the rapper part about, you know, just, Wanting to handle your business with your ops, and I, I get it, y'all. You know, and I always been on offense. Right. No, and I always been on defense, not offense. Like I'm not going out here looking for nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if it come, I know how to handle that. But my thing is, when you see these cats out here and 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 they're doing what they love to do, but then they're losing their lives, it just make you think because at the end of the day, they are artists, they are rappers, but they are brothers. And they are people right. in real they life. Are people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're just like, I don't see Harvard graduates, graduates having to kill each other to get money. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, you know, do something to you, of course, you know, stand your ground. But it's like, we can't be out here like that's the culture of what we Inviting do. Inviting that energy. Yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, these are the guys. They're going to be the ones that, how are we going to get the next Puff and Jay-Z? Right. How are we going to get the next Jeezy and Tip and Ross? And You know what I'm saying? So it's just, again, like I don't want to preach because that ain't what I'm here for, but I'm just like, that's how I feel. I don't look at them like artists. I look at them like you just said something about ESTG. That's my brother. Yeah, yeah I just saw my boy gave you a chain. Gave me a piece. Ain't nobody never gave me no piece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, shout out to ESTG. Shout out to EST, man. On, Everybody's sitting like, together. Ain't never gave me no piece. Yeah. Yeah. I've been giving the pieces out, baby. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody never pulled up on me like he's yeah. big on me. I said, damn, he getting that money. Right. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, I love it. When you walked in, the energy was, I ain't never had a bad day, never, right? That's great energy. I ain't never had a bad day in my life. You ain't never had a never had a bad day in your life. Yeah. All right. So, do do you have any just life regrets? Yeah. Like a main one that you just like, man. I know I can't fix that. I, well, I'm here. This was one of the reasons why I'm here. Mm -hmm. We had a great relationship. You know, we got. Sure. It was like when I was wilding, so it got a little tricky. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't yeah. like to see Baby J like, cause I know Baby J cook cupcakes and cookies and all that shit. Like I've been there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had some of her cooking myself. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's like that. I'm just really like on a mission to fix my relationship. I just wish I would have nourished my relationships better because I, again, trauma. Uh, all the things you're going through, paranoia, all these different things, you just don't trust anybody or anything. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I never knew that 10 years later, 15 years later, my decisions would affect me now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And that, and that kind of 
So as much as I can, I just mm -hmm. try to, you know, sit down and let people, I'm in a different space. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm in a good space. I'm a grown man now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather than, again, reacting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, flipping out. Flipping out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, just like, you know, that's that's my thing. Like, I just, I'm, I'm by positive energy. So, For sure. if I had to say one regret, I just wish I would have nourished a lot of my relationships better because I feel like that would have been a game changer for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, me, you know, even like, you know, me and Drama went through. Yeah. Me and Drama went through some mm. shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know. Mm, we know. You right. Right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the fact that I can go over to his studio, see how successful they're doing, right? Catch a vibe with them. You know, eat good, talk mm -hmm. shit, make some laughs. You know, that's my brother. It's never too late. But but that's that, but that's why I'm at with it now. So mm -hmm. you know, y'all give a shout out to Big J for getting me here because <laughs> Oprah. By the way, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Sure. We appreciate it, man. Anything you want to say to the people about Snowfall? Oh, Snowfall in the streets should be about now, right? Because mm -hmm. Snowfall in the streets, ten twenty one. And uh, man, I just you know, and, and it's real talk, bro. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of what you guys do. Um, I know y'all. We done tapes together. Me and yeah. Bankham stand in the club, smoked a few blunts together. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Me and Jade them kicked it, man. I gotta say, like I'm really proud of what y'all doing. Appreciate bro. it. Like that's, that's real yeah, talk. You know what I'm saying? Tell your partners to pull up on us too. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> culturally, it like, is what we need. You know, y'all be keeping it solid up here, and y'all definitely uh, be giving back to the coaches. So shout out right. to that. And you know what it is? Catch me in the street, baby. This is Big Facts. Triple that part. Bigfactspod.com. Salute. Big shout out to Jeezy. Salute. Oh, yeah. Yep. For the streets. Exactly. It's Big Facts. No cap. Bitch. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 